It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. Let me look at the let me look at the the rundown here for today. That's what we call the plan for each day's show, the rundown. I'm looking ahead. Uh, guess what? We are COVID free for the next hour. Uh, I know we spent a good deal of time in the first half of today's program on the coronavirus. It uh, remains a serious deal, but we're going to move on and talk about some other things impacting the community. Uh, and we're going to start. We're going to start with one of the more interesting press releases I have received in some time. The nature of my job is after each day's show, it's kind of to comb through like a billion different press releases and pitches for airtime and such like that. Well, this one I received just yesterday from the Utah PTA. The the slogan there, every child, one voice. The headline, the headline on the press release reads, Utah PTA launches new campaign to recruit male members. Utah PTA launches new campaign to recruit male members. And the subheadline there says that uh, some top university football coaches cheer the effort on. Real men join the PTA. You recognize that voice? W- one more time. Real men join the PTA. Kyle Whittingham. Real men join the PTA. Well, when I saw this, I thought, well, you know what? We got we to gotta get to the bottom of this, understand what exactly is going on. And I thought it would be a good reminder of exactly what the PTA does, uh, what services it offers, uh, you know, the, the children here of this great state. And so joining me uh, now is someone who bears a, an interesting title. Uh, Jason uh, Nakos joins us. His title, Utah PTA Male Engagement Specialist. Uh, Jason, welcome to the program. How are you doing? Hi, Lee. It's great to be with you. Uh, well, it's good to have you here on the air. Uh, tell me, what is the circumstance that the PTA is facing right now, and why why this uh, specific effort? Well, my role as male engagement specialist is to to recruit men. It can be fathers, grandfathers, um, family, friends, to get more involved in the student's education. Uh, not everyone has a dad in the house, but it shows that when men get more engaged in children's education, their grades and test scores improve. And when they're not, they struggle a lot more in school. And the PTA right now, we're in a, it's a little difficult this year to get in the classroom. Um, Not as many people signed up this year, but I've seen PTA at, at many levels in the state, from state down to the local schools. And I just see the good that is done on every level. The state is always pouring over bills and advocating for bills that that help the each child and um, and fighting against those that that are more difficult for uh, that's going to make life a little bit more difficult for them. And there are not there's an insufficient number of males uh, among the ranks right now. You think that uh, that the organization, the association rather, uh, could be improved by uh, a louder male voice? A- absolutely. Uh, usually, the PTA falls upon the women, the, the, those that, are, that stay at home, that are a little bit more involved there. Now, I've been blessed to stay at home for the last 18 years with my kids. And I decided once they, I was kind of a passive member before. Once my kids were all in school, I jumped in with both feet. And uh, I, I look at it as an opportunity to 
embarrass and engage my kids at the school. There you go. Well, help me understand more of what goes on. Let's say there's a man out there listening, the father of a, of a school-aged child or a grandfather uh, listening. What's the pitch to that individual? What, uh, what, what are you asking of them to do? Well, right now with COVID, I know you said you weren't going to talk about COVID. but How dare you? With COVID, How dare you? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but right now um it's a little it's a little more difficult um right now we're asking dads to get a little more involved in their kids homework if they're doing school from home maybe taking on some of that uh we would like to build momentum for next year when we're back in regular school um what i've tried to encourage uh dads to do is to get in and just start off volunteer one day during the school year whether it be a field trip or in the kids class and you'd be amazed how it affects the other kids in the class too, especially those that maybe don't have a strong male influence in their home. But that, that's, that's the big ask is to do what you can now when school starts up and you can really get in the classroom, take one day. You take a day for in the morning to go golfing. Take a day to, you know, go in and just help in your kid's school. Yeah. You're right in that, uh, at least when I saw this press release from you come through, I thought to myself uh, back when I was young and in school and I, you know, kind of pondered over the makeup of the Parent Teacher Association. And it was, I think it was Tim Paul's mom who was the president. And then later, uh, Rob Privatera's mom was the president. And all, all the all the participants in my memory were all all the mothers of all of my uh, yeah. friends. What's the, can you tell me a gender breakdown in the in the state of Utah for the association? I'm, I'm not sure exactly on that. That's been our big push at Mapleton Elementary um, for the last few years since I got involved. And we've, we've pushed – we probably have about a, a third of our membership as men now. Okay. Uh, so – but I, I can't give you an exact breakdown for the state, but right. women um, certainly dominate. And they sure. do a fantastic job. And we – you know – they're organized. I'm just kind of the off the cuff, you know. The PTA male engagement specialist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, listen, Jason Nacos, thank you so much. You have a website. Where, where can people go to learn more? Uh, UtahPTA.org. All right. And we'll have the, we have our video posted there. And uh, I'm just really thankful for all the coaches for participating. Yeah, pretty cool thing. Uh, all right, Jason, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I'll make my way over to that website myself, utahpta.org. Uh, We're going to take a quick break right now, and when we return, you, you heard this story throughout the day about a Utah man pleading guilty to, uh, well, seeking to help ISIS. What's that all about? We'll find out from John Huber, U.S. Attorney for the District of Utah, on Live Mike next after the break. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.